Do you love maple syrup? Ever thought of making your own? Blaine's Farm and Fleet makes it easy with just a few key items. Stop in today for some friendly advice and all the supplies you need to tap and gather your sap. It's such an honor to be recognizing farm and homesteads that have been in the same family for more than 100 or 150 years. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. These families are getting together during the Wisconsin State Fair for a celebratory breakfast. One family belongs to Sherry Nelson. Her family's farm in Richland County has been in dairy production for more than 100 years. Sherry tells me how it feels to be getting the Century Farm Award from the state of Wisconsin. It's a great award for us uh, since the farm has been in the family since April of 1922. And actually, my grandchildren are the sixth generation. Wow, six generations on the farm. So that makes you fourth generation. Yep, I'm fourth. And then my two sons are fifth. And then we have seven grandsons that farm. Well, they're all kind of different ages, but they're all very active on the farm right now. And uh, so there's seven boys. Let's go to the beginning. In 1922, how was the family farm acquired? My great-grandfather purchased the first parcel of land around 100 acres in April of 1922. Since then, it has been owned through four generations. It currently consists of 777 acres. We rent another 1,000 acres of nearby land. The sixth generation is now helping to farm the land and raise the animals. We milk 220 head of Holstein cattle with additional 300 head of young and dry cows. We milk in a double 12 parallel parlor three times a day. This year we planted 760 acres of corn, 450 acres of soybeans, 450 acres of alfalfa and grass hay, and 60 acres of wheat. We market our grain throughout the year, storing it in two 33,000 bushel uh, grain bins with a dryer setup. Larry and Sherry, Larry's my husband, uh, farm with their two sons, Aaron and Andy. Their wives work off the farm. We also have 10 grandchildren, seven boys, which have been a huge help in the past several years. Uh, They help milk the cows, uh, feed the cows, and uh, spend many hours in the tractors harvesting and putting in the crops. All 10 have been very active in 4-H showing animals. Biggest challenges are currently the weather. We have farmed through three droughts, 1988, 2012, and now 2023. Other challenges are the volatile milk prices and inflation of feed costs and equipment costs. Milk surplus um, from huge dairies is making it very tough for smaller family farms to survive. We hosted a dairy breakfast in 2013 with over 4,000 people, and each spring we have school-aged children come to the farm and learn about cows and how they're fed and how we take care of them and take them on a hayride. As a family farm, we pride ourselves on being good stewards of the land by using crop rotation, keeping the land fertile, and using good conservation practices. With seven grandsons, we feel it is a must to preserve the land for the future generations. I think it's incredible uh, and pretty unique that you are still dairy farming today after 100 years. Is that how the farm started out? Yes, they milk cows at the very get-go, yes. And I imagine, you know, you've grown in acreage. Uh, I imagine you've grown in in cow numbers. Can you tell me how has the farm expanded over time? So 
the farm started out with just that first parcel, and I don't know, they probably milked maybe 10 cows at that point. And then my dad came, my grandpa, and then my dad. And so there was two different farms here, which were adjacent. And my grandpa and my dad farmed together. And then um, we milked on two different places. And then we combined the herds in probably around 2002 and built a freestyle barn with a milking parlor, and then we milked them all together. Any original buildings still on the property? Probably the original buildings, no. It was kind of further back, um, and then my grandmother and grandpa built a house um, back in the Depression, and then I'm not sure exactly when they had built their barn the barn on the other farm that's adjacent, uh, we had a barn fire in 2006 and lost 32 heifer calves. In 100 years, the farm has seen a lot of different events from drought, uh, the Great Depression, uh, barn right. fire. Any other right. big events that shaped what the farm is today? Those are probably the biggest ones. The droughts this year is terrible. We are super-duper dry, so... Do you remember when you started getting milking technology? Yeah, when when we first started, uh, my husband and I started in 1975. Um, we just had a small bulk tank, and we had to carry the milk to the to the bulk tank. And then eventually we got a step saver, and then eventually in that barn we put in a pipeline, and then in the other barn there was a a glass pipeline. Mm-hmm. And that was probably in maybe 66, my dad would have put that in. So, Sherry, you grew up on this farm. Do you have any memories that you would like to share with us? Because a lot of people today don't get the chance that you did to grow up on a multi-generation family dairy farm. Walk me through some of those memories that stand out for you. We used to raise pigs here. Um, so we had pigs and and hosting uh, cattle. Um uh, my grandma raised chickens, so I was around chickens a lot. We would, you know, we would work all summer long to make like two crops of hay, and anymore we can we can make that 450 acres of hay in probably two days. It is a huge, huge change, you know, that that these boys all they have a self-propelled chopper, and you just drive along, you know, instead of having to. You know, we used to have to stack the bales on a wagon with, we'd grab them off the baler with a hook and we'd stack them. And then as kids, we all had to um, put them in the haymow and stack them all in stacks. Thank God we don't have to do that anymore. (laughs) You know, there's still a lot of work to do every day, but, you know, it used to be so labor intense, you know, that you'd have to, you'd work all summer to, you know, make maybe 100 acres of hay back when we used to have the two farms combined and you'd have to bale it, little square bale it. It would just take us all all summer. What about memories that were passed down to you? So maybe you weren't around, but that you heard from your grandparents or your parents about what it was like growing up on the farm. Well, they used to have thrashers that would come in and, and um you know, I don't remember the wheat or any of that stuff, but I do remember people coming in to do the corn silage. And, um, you know, they would have a, a group of people, and then, you know, the women would all cook for them and, and um, you know, have a big spread of food. Some days I still do that with all these grandkids. I cook a lot of food for them. Yeah, some, <laughs> so some things don't change. I feel like we are thrashing, yes. 
Sherry, you had mentioned earlier that the farm has an interest in conservation. When did that start? Well, we're we're pretty hilly here, and so, I mean, we have quite a bit of steep property. We have some flats, you know, down there. The Willow Creek runs through us, and so, you know, down by the creek line, it's quite a bit flatter, but we have some pretty steep property. So we do a lot of strip, you know, we'll have a strip of alfalfa and then a strip of corn and coming down the hill so that it's all not, you know, just great big huge fields by any means. We have a lot of strips. I, I always remember that, so that, you know, I would have, I was born in 53, so I'm sure it was probably late 50s and 60s that they always, you know, did the contour strips. Our motto has always been, if you take care of the land, the land will take care of you. Aside from continuing to dairy farm after 100 years, which I think makes your family's farm so unique, what else do you think makes your farm stand out? You just got to be positive because otherwise you would have cashed it in quite a while ago, probably. We like to take care of our stuff. We have a very nice line of equipment, and um, the kids, you know, pride themselves at, at you know, keeping it clean. And, and uh, you know, we've, we've tried to keep positive, keep upbeat equipment so that it kept it fun for them so that you didn't have, you know, all these horrible breakdowns where you just want to throw in the towel and say, you know what, we're done. I think that's important to try to keep updated and, and uh, stay in the present, I guess. So the sixth generation does plan on continuing the farm. Yes, yes. We're very hopeful that um, two are very interested. And, yeah, I do, I do feel that at least one or two of them probably will continue to be here. Sherry, anything else that you wanted to add for the interview? I'm just grateful that, um, you know, we've been able to continue this tradition so that people can see that, that you know, there is a love for the land and that there's, that you, that you want to see it continue and you don't just want to be, you know, sold off and, and for a housing development, you know, that if we lose our heritage, we've lost a lot. Sherry Nelson telling us the story of her family's Century Farm in Richland County. The Century Farm program started as a part of Wisconsin's centennial celebration in 1948. Each year, about 100 properties are recognized. You can listen to more farm stories from this year's honorees at MidwestFarmReport.com. These stories are brought to you courtesy of Compere Financial. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff. A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option.